This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, everyone. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast where we dust off a little piece of history and place it ever so gently on your brain shelf every day. Today is November 23rd, 2019. The day was November 23rd, 1883. Jose Clemente Orozco was born to Erenia Orozco and Rosa Flores in Zapotlan El Grande, Mexico, now Ciudad Guzman. Orozco went on to become a renowned caricaturist and painter known for his fresco murals. Orozco's family moved to Guadalajara in 1886, and by 1888, they had made their way to Mexico City. His passion for art blossomed there, as he admired the art in the workshop of Jose Guadalupe Posada, a printmaker whose work included political and social commentary. As he passed the workshop on his way to and from school, he became fascinated by the style of Posada's illustrations. Orozco studied art in Mexico City, taking classes at the San Carlos Academy of Fine Arts. By 1898, his parents had sent him to the country to study agriculture for pragmatic reasons. He studied at the School of Agriculture in San Jacinto and attended the National Preparatory School with the intent of studying architecture later. But in 1903, his father died of typhus, so Orozco began working to support his mother and siblings and pay his way through college. He took a job as an architectural draftsman and hand-tinted post-mortem portraits. He wasn't as passionate about agriculture, math, and architecture as he was about painting. Orozco also injured his eye and lost his left hand in an accidental explosion. So he began studying art again at the San Carlos Academy. By 1910, Orozco's artwork was getting attention. That year, some of his drawings got recognition at an exhibition commemorating the centenary of Mexican independence from Spain. The Mexican Revolution, which was unfolding around this time, affected his artistic viewpoint. Opposition to the regime of President Porfirio Diaz spread, and political and social turmoil escalated as power changed hands. Orozco participated in a student strike, and he began creating illustrations for radical newspapers. He painted with black in what he said were, quote, the colors exiled from Impressionist palettes. He depicted locals who went to the bars and brothels in his neighborhood. Informed by the context of the Mexican Revolution and the culture of Mexico City, he emphasized injustice and corruption. One of the artists who influenced his work was Julio Rueles, a Mexican symbolist who created dark, hallucinatory images of mythological characters, the subconscious, and his own tormented face. While in Orizaba, working for the revolutionary newspaper La Vanguardia, he met David Alfaro Siqueiros and Diego Rivera, who, along with him, would later be known as the Big Three in Mexican muralism. Dr. Atul, also known as Gerardo Murillo, edited La Vanguardia. Dr. Atul had met Orozco at the San Carlos Academy years earlier and inspired him to embrace Mexican themes in his art. After his solo exhibition, House of Tears, received a lot of negative criticism, he turned to the U.S. to find new opportunities. He got to the U.S. in 1917, where customs took a lot of his paintings because they were deemed indecent. After spending two years in the States working on his art, he returned to Mexico. 
His career in muralism began in 1923, when he started painting his first murals at the National Preparatory School in Mexico City. Siqueiros and Rivera were also doing murals here. This same year, Orozco married Margarita Valladares and helped found the Union of Revolutionary Painters, Sculptors, and Engravers. As he completed more murals, his work received more praise and international attention. In 1927, he went back to the U.S. where he found inspiration in the artwork of European artists like Francisco Goya and was influenced by the impact of the Great Depression. He stayed in the U.S. until 1934. The Epic of American Civilization, a cycle of murals that he completed at Dartmouth College, was a highlight of his art career in the U.S. Orozco went back to Mexico after he left the U.S., and he stayed there throughout most of the 1940s, constantly adding to his already robust body of work by creating new murals exhibiting his idealistic and pessimistic perspectives. He painted murals in the Palace of Fine Arts in Mexico City, the University of Guadalajara, the Governor's Palace, the Auspicio Cabanas, and the Palace of Justice in Mexico City, among other locations. He also created smaller works, like engravings, easel paintings, and portraits. He continued to work on frescoes until he died of heart failure at the age of 65. Even though he faced censorship and financial struggles, he played a key role in invigorating the public arts movement and has been honored for exposing Mexican art to a wider international audience. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. Know any fellow history buffs who would enjoy the show? You can share it with them. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at T-D-I-H-C Podcast. And you can send your thoughts or comments to us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. We're here every day, so you know where to find us. Bye. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.